when you're doing the most is you go to some things Sometimes I just feel like you're losing your place But these are the things you go through on a day You just gotta move on and you just had to face it Solving the problem and never erase it They go check on your flows but they never replace it it's an immense honor to be part of this Pan-African group of the leading young sport business minds on the continent. This is the start of a new dawn for African sport. Do hard things, Fred Swanika. And if you followed me on LinkedIn, you would have seen that I posted that yesterday after I was officially announced as a founding member of Young African Leaders in Sport. And as I said there, it's just an immense honor and a privilege to have been given an opportunity to be in this position and to possibly really accelerate change in the African sporting landscape. It's such a huge honor, guys. Like, um, I feel I feel unworthy, to be honest, which is a weird feeling, you know, considering, considering what I've achieved in a relatively short space of time. But the type of people that are part of the group and that I'm working with are some of the most incredible sports business professionals on the continent and you know as much as it's such a huge opportunity which i'm extremely proud of i would be lying if i said i didn't face a bit of imposter syndrome but that is something i'm sure i'll get over very soon because you know i'm not just in this group you know for any other reason except hard work determination passion for african sports and i really hope i can contribute in whatever way to what we're doing as a continental forum, a pan-African continental forum. On the, on the Young African Leaders in Sport group, you've got people from all over Africa. I mean, you know, in the past few weeks, I've been connecting with group members from Rwanda, from Kenya, Uganda, uh, South Africa, um, some of Eastern Spain, the USA, UK. So it's just, you know, people are all around the continent, all around the globe and are doing some innovative things in the African sports industry and something I'm, again I'm extremely proud of and what a big honor. So what essentially Young African Leaders in Sport is, is it's a continental forum that advocates for the inclusion of young individuals into leadership and governance. So we what we're trying to do is to accelerate the amount of young people that are involved in the decision-making structures, in the leadership structures of sporting federations, sporting organizations, clubs, um, associations, you know, all the different stakeholders in African sport. There's a, a conspicuous lack of young people making decisions. Well, maybe there's a few, you know, very unique case studies where there are young people, um, maybe even one or two, but, you know, not a a satisfactory proportion of young people to very very old people within these sports organizations and sports federations you know we were speaking to one of my group members from uganda and what he said is in most of these conferences and summits that he's been at um, across the continent that have to do with sport governance and sport leadership at the age of 26 27 he was the youngest person he was the youngest person in those circles so imagine a 26, 27 year old being the youngest attendee in those sort of meetings and some of the conferences. And it just goes to show, you know, there's a very strong sense of ageism in African sport leadership. 
And I suppose that is being um, spilled over from just normal cultural norms and the customary norms that we hold in this continent where young people's opinions are discounted, where young people are undermined, where their skill levels are constantly scrutinized. What we're trying to do is just completely revolutionize that thinking and really get young people to making decisions that are going to take African sport forward. So an incredible, incredible honor. I don't like ranking my achievements, but I think this is by far one of the biggest privileges and honors I've been bestowed. You know, being part of this group of, you know, impactful leaders around the continent in sport and the plans that we have that are going to be implemented are just some, you know, very evolutionary things that we're doing. So, yeah, just be part of the journey. I'll keep you updated uh, where it's appropriate. But, um, yeah, huge privilege. On Thursday, I was reading the 321 newsletter, and that is uh, James Clear's newsletter. This is no promo or paid advertisement. You know, I'm just sharing because it's so good. But, you know, if, you, if you'd like to instill in yourself some wisdom, um, instill in yourself, you know, some, some of the really most practical and inspiring quotes that you may think of, sign up on jamesclear.com. It's an incredible newsletter. I've been signed up to it for like the past year. It's one of my cheat codes. Um, you know, every single Thursday. So why it's called 321 Newsletter is that it gives you three ideas each week, two quotes and one question to consider. You know, it's very reflective. Um, you get to really do some self-introspection in that short time that you're reading the newsletter and you know it's been massive for me and one of the quotes or rather the ideas that were in this newsletter this week really got to me you know uh really really powerful and i just thought i'd read it to you okay so this was the third idea in last week's 321 newsletter by james clear and it reads whether or not something is deemed a failure is dependent on when performance is measured i signed the book deal for atomic habits in november 2015 and it was published in October 2018. If you were to measure the performance of the book at any point during those three years, the project would have been deemed a failure. In January 2016, it was a complete failure. In August 2017, still unfinished, a failure. February 2018, again, a failure. But after October 2018, it looked like a success. Same project, different time when the outcome was measured. This idea applies in many areas of life. You're not failing, you're just in the middle of succeeding. I'll repeat that last line. You're not failing, you're just in the middle of succeeding. So that was, um, for me, a really powerful quote uh, that I took out from the newsletter uh, last week. That, you know, you may think that you, you've not uh, you know, achieved whatever goal you've set out for yourself, or you're simply just measuring that goal, the performance of the achievement of that goal at a very early stage uh, when you've just started out, uh, you know, taking on whatever you've set for yourself. But the truth is, that you're not actually failing, you haven't failed, you're just in the middle of succeeding because prior to reaching a goal, prior to realizing a goal, what happens uh, in my experience and you know from the books I read, there is so much resistance and so many obstacles and you fail quite a lot of times and at times life may just trick you into thinking that um, your failure is you know the end of the journey or your failure should mean that uh, you should stop doing stop pursuing whatever goal you set out for yourself but in fact the process of getting to a success you know the process of the achievement of a certain goal or the achievement of a certain ideal that entails failure on the journey so this quote really you know it really reminded me not to confuse failure with the end of the journey 
but rather that you are in the middle, you are in the process of succeeding as you are failing, you know, so it's that relationship, that mutually enforcing relationship that failure and success has, and, you know, it's really important that you don't forget or you don't get tricked by, um, you know, the impressions of failures, being that you should stop doing whatever you're doing or you should be discouraged. But rather, the more failures, and this is in my experience, the more failures that you face, I think the more emboldened and the more motivated you should become. Because at some point, it's inevitable that you will succeed. So, you know, just a really inspiring, a really moving quote for me that you're actually not failing or you're not a failure, but you're in the middle of the process of succeeding. And yeah, really powerful. I really found that powerful. That's about it for this week of the GM Podcast Weekly. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to our previous episode, Stage 6, What the Fuck. And to this day, um, although the load sharing, at least in my area, has been lessening, but still, what the fuck. Um, but, you know, I do enough ranting in that podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, you can just skip back after you've listened to this. And um, yeah, hear me out and hopefully... It resonates with you and that you relate in some way shape or form and yeah that uh, you're comforted i suppose by the ideas and the viewpoint that i have load shedding and what it means not for the energy crisis or for me but what it means for the citizens reliance on a failing government so hear that out and yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts have a beautiful weekend it's a beautiful friday happy friday enjoy Whatever you do today, embrace every single moment, romanticize every single thing you do today. You know, life is beautiful. And so you have to embrace it to really instill that that mindset, to really instill that gratitude. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the GM Podcast Weekly. Have a fantastic, fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. And I'll see you next week for the next episode of the GM Podcast Weekly. When you're doing the most, you go to some things. Sometimes I just feel like you're losing your place. But these are the things we go through on a day. You just gotta move on and you just had to face it. Solving the problem and never erase it. They go check on your flows, but they never replace it. They're ignoring my tests, but they know I'm amazing. At the top of my meet, I go tell them you hate it. Now when they get in your nigga